to stand up and I'll be doing it. So, we have uh, Crazy Uncle's Hard Cream Soda. Crap soda for grown-ups. Oh, oh that sounds fuck. delicious as fuck. I hate you. Is it vodka Nuts. base or rum base? Probably rum. Okay. Because I love doing that shit. I was pioneering that shit back in the 2000s. Everybody was like, you crazy? You know, and I'm man. like, nah, root beer rum. Trust me. Cream soda rum. Trust me. And everybody that's ever drank is like, this is amazing. Huh. I should really do it's that. So, it's so good. It's just, you know what? It's better than the piss water I had last time Ben was on the podcast. Hi, Ben. Hello. <laughs> it's about time. PP water? How are you, Josh? The PP water? You, you love drinking that PP water. It was okay. <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it wasn't Gamer Girl PP water, so he's not interested in it. Yeah. Fuck it. What? No. <laughs> I, no. No. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Well, Chris, uh, happy to hear that you've listed uh, exactly 30 seconds longer than last week's episode. Wait, who? <laughs> um, see you at Battletech, bud. <laughs> Chris is, um, by the way, Chris is one of our listeners. He listens to our podcast. And last week he said, I listened for two minutes. <laughs> New record! <laughs> what he only listened to two minutes? What happened in two minutes? Wow, Ben. Uh, you know the edit I sent you with the naughty words? Oh, yeah. You know how I, re- I replaced the naughty words with the first naughty word? Uh-huh. And it sounds... <laughs> Chris, Chris was listening to it and he goes, Oh, that's really close. I'm just going to turn this off right now. Uh-huh. So, last week's episode went a little off the rails. This week's episode, we got to rein her in. We got to rein her in. So, we're going to rein her in by talking about Star Wars. Oh, I knew that was coming. Yeah. We're going to talk about Star Wars. Uh oh. Or other video games. It's time for for us men to be uncomfortable. Josh, are you comfortable right now? Uh, somewhat comfortable. Actually, my chair. Josh, keeps... you gotta stop being comfortable, okay? You gotta oh. stop being comfortable. Okay? Uh, my yeah, chair well, keeps the... falling to the floor because well, the fucking <laughs> the uh, the pump on the damn thing wants to keep letting air out every time I sit in a certain way. As a matter of fact, all of us have to be uncomfortable, okay? So I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit on my knees and assume the position. Uh oh. For the duration of the segment, this is actually really uncomfortable. I feel really bad right now. I'm going to sit back down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah. uh, No. uh, Star Wars hired a woman. Nothing new, because women are 50% of the population. Apparently this is new, because she's a black... No, she's Pakistanian. Pakistanian. A woman of color. Activist. Very documentary, very vocal activist. Also, I love how she proudly posts, "I've never been to film school. I've never done a proper film, but I'm going to direct Star Wars." Oh, she is going to. Uh, how funny is it going to be if she like actually like pulls it off? Oh, well, there's that not like there's a like usually like three directors. Because I mean, like if you even look at like the James Cameron, one, there's still like three other directors on that shit. Are you talking about like Avatar? I'm sorry. What, what was his name that did it? I forget who it was. Um, Force Awakens. Oh, um, shit. Wasn't Ryan Johnson? Didn't he do the middle uh, one? J.J. Abrams. Yeah, whatever. Abrams. But yeah, so there's like there's no more than one director that t- puts their hand in this. They don't all. There isn't just one person. There's gonna be other people on the credits. Uh, knowing this, it's either it's gonna be a success and then she's gonna get all the credit, or it's gonna be a failure. She's gonna take all the blame. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Because that's just the way it goes. I just, I just want it to succeed because I think that that would be hilarious. That would be the perfect timeline. Is like she directs it and it's actually really good. Like it's amazing. And she's like, men are going to be uncomfortable about how good it is. <laughs> and Hopefully. It's going to be, It's it, it comes out. It's like it doesn't have any lame chicks in it. 
if Ray's still in it, it if doesn't it, matter. They didn't. They kill her off in like the first fifteen minutes. She's just dead. <laughs> the rest of the movie, like every single time that you see her show up, she's a force ghost. She's like, use the force, Luke. Luke's dead, bro. Be- <laughs> they bring back Mark Hamill. I don't think I don't think they could pay him enough money to do it again. He's he was so I don't, the fact that they had to like probably threaten him to shut him up while he was on tour is probably like tantamount enough that he's never coming back. Oh yeah, it's yeah. I got to be honest though, like uh, they this movie is probably going to be a failure. It's going to be terrible. It's the worst thing ever. I mean, my hope is literally maybe two percent. I think that there's. I would give it a percentage. Oh wow, you you give it a one percent chance. One percent chance that it's actually good. Mm. The problem is, it's Disney, right? And Disney right now has the ideal of um, they take somebody like Josh, hi off of the theme park ride, and they stick him into a room with dog shit. And then they throw a lightsaber, uh, Ewok, a uh, bunch of stuff, and they say it's it's Star Wars. Um, and now and now it's gone to the point where Josh is even going, "This is bad Star Wars." I know this reference. Yeah, you know this reference. <laughs> okay, they take somebody like me and they dr- okay. Now see, Microsoft does the same thing to me, but they drive me into like a area where it's like Halo, and it's filled with bullshit. Like, actual physical bullshit. And they're like, here's an assault rifle, here's a battle rifle, um, and here's some stuff. Now have fun. And I'm like, Halo! But uh, they do the same thing with Josh, and Josh has now been, like, kicked too many times in the balls, and he goes, maybe this ain't Star Wars anymore. Oh, my my balls are kind of tender. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of gave up after... uh... I don't know, Mandalorian was pretty good, but, like, actual, like, Star Wars movies, I gave up, like, very quickly after eight? Yeah. I was trying to remember which one was which. Cause Last Jedi was eight. You can always tell the people who never watch a Star Wars movie because they say eight is their favorite. Yeah, because, yeah, 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 eight, eight was rough. I mean, uh... The Force Awakens Josh, wasn't bad. Your, I, I mean, that's Josh, they just rehash what was already there. But I mean, huh? oh yeah, Josh, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, this I'm is where thinking, there's one. This is where friendship like, matters, right here. <laughs> yep. What I what, I what? think the originals are just better. Uh, I'll pick a number: four, five, six. Is that the original? One, two, three, four, five, six. That, four, five, six are the originals. Okay. So, I would say, I'm trying to remember all the set pieces and what movies there are. I actually haven't, haven't watched Star Wars in years, other than seeing clips online. So, I'm like, uh... To be fair, I haven't either. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, how about the one where the... So, four is New on Hope, the five Star- is Empire Strike Back, six is uh, Revenge of the Jedi. They're on the Death Star, and they're getting people out of there. That was both of four and six. Uh, so you're like four specific, or sure like the one with uh they're stuck in the trash that's compactor twins. that's four. Oh yeah that's that's four yeah fat you one like four okay i can I respect that a lot, a lot of people do four. give new four. hope probably one of the 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 best star wars movie but i mean i understand it's what kicked off the series it also was designed and concluded as a singular um condensed film entity uh, so like obviously it wasn't planned to be a trilogy at a start. It's a neat little fact there. Uh, well, it only it, he wrote it as a trilogy, but they said that they were only going to give him one film because they were like, "There's nobody's going to like this shit." And uh, it came, it was a success from the. Start. It was a stupidly Game good was- success. Like they spent basically nothing on it and made so much money, and they trillion, were like, "Holy trillion. shit." more right now and he's like oh okay okay and that's how Empire Strike Back came around and Empire Strike Back had like double the funding and it was crazy and I I think Empire okay the uh, the original trilogy Empire Strikes Back is the best one in my opinion well 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 the 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 other thing too is like out of those movies 
five and six are independently developed. They're not developed as a part of a studio division. Their rights are sold. I, 20th Century Fox, I believe, did do the distribution for it. But it's completely independently funded, both of those movies. And it feels like as if, like, with Star Wars in Disney's hands, tying it back into the topic list a little bit. Um, by the way, five is my favorite Star Wars movie by far. Do you think the tainting uh, of the corporate greed is the problem? I think that is a lot of it is the corporate greed. I think that you see a lot of this with a lot of things. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Marvel and DC and all that have definitely suffered under the mantle of corporateness. Yes. It just feels like the creativity is gone. It's because creativity doesn't pay the bills. Exactly. Because like making surely creative films isn't what gets people in the movie theaters. It's recognizability and franchisability. Mm-hmm. That's why Marvel does so well because everybody's like, "Oh, I know what you know who the you know Iron Man and all the others are." And it's the same. And it's the same reason Batman movies makes it makes money because everybody knows Batman. That's why they keep rehashing and it now, when the actors get too old. Yep. And now they're not making anything. Oh yeah, De- definitely the whole Flash fiasco was uh, not great for them. Nah, neither was uh, Ant Man, mm. the Marvels. I have to say that whole comic book movies are dead. It's because <laughs> the whole Flash thing. I don't sucks. think the, the problem is I think Marvel translate be- translates better to to movie than DC does only in in because it's slightly more grounded. And where the stories are now in DC, they're so huge, and they require so much buildup and setup to rival, mm-hmm. to give people rivals to their power because their powers are so high that, like, when you go to a movie and like you watch Superman like struggle against like regular bad guys, you're like, dude, I know Superman can literally punch a god so hard he breaks time and space. Why is he not doing that here? And it's because like the movies, you can't translate that to a movie in like you know an hour. You know, you have to build Superman up from the origins that he was originally was, and that's the problem. Well, that's just the problem with a lot of his movie uh, movies based on superheroes all the freaking time. Is that okay? Do we have to keep going back to the fucking origin story and then try to do something new after that, or do we just ignore that entirely? And usually they go, "Well, the D- Joe Schmo doesn't necessarily know who." spider-man superman or even batman sometimes and it's like it's weird i to say that but sometimes they just don't know which is kind of crazy because like one of the best movies that did well recently in the spider-verse for you know dc stuff they honestly glossed over peter parker's origin story marvel oh yeah he's he's marvel sorry he's marvel whatever they glossed over the origin story for peter parker and for miles in like literally 15 minutes and they were onto yeah, the main yeah. plot. And it was like, if you could just like, like even, even just like a, the, the tiniest, like two minute recap at the beginning of a movie to understand like where our characters come from could just be like the difference of having to start over a franchise every time versus creating new content. And the thing is though, is that origin stories sell because people keep going to it and new people get into the fandom and then they start with the new shit and they're like, oh shit, we got all these new fans from redoing the origin story. Let's just do it again. Mm-hmm. It's really stupid. Yeah. It's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the last movie I saw was um, I think in theaters, Oppenheimer. I haven't gone to the movie theater since before coronavirus. I haven't been. I uh, know I've been in the theater well, at least once. Saw the Dragon Ball movie. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. Oh, you. I, I had to have my arm twisted. I had to have my arm Super twisted heroes. a little bit to see it. Yes, I had to twist Josh's arm. Three fun. other people twist my arm. <laughs> Alan had to twist his arm. Yep. Uh, but it was the Dragon Ball movie where... It was superheroes. Oh, uh, it was, yeah, wow. It was superhero-esque. Boy, it's, oh. it's the where the B-team saves the day. Yeah, it's because fans really like Gohan, and they've kind of just like... <sighs> destroyed his character <laughs> yeah kind of also uh, piccolo although, is pretty popular as well surprisingly yep mm-hmm. but it's still it's just like man and it's not even i don't even think it's toriyama's fault it's actually the, the fan's fault because everybody loves goku 
how does everyone just still loves Goku? Is he just such a like dumb airbrain moron? Okay, so the problem is right is that his personality between Z and Super has been destroyed, and it had to be done. There's I, I've watched the video on this. I fully understand it now. I thought it was dumb too why he had to be the way he is, but that's because if you watch Dragon Ball all the way up through the boot arc. Goku learns his lessons almost every time. Like, he doesn't just, like, he doesn't remake the same mistakes that he makes with Cell and, like, the same things, too. And, like, Toriyama also is building up Gohan to be the hero um, after the Cell arc. But then, like, when testing came back for that, people didn't like it. They wanted Goku back. So he had to rewrite the Boo series ending for Goku to be the hero with the whole Kid Boo thing, right? Um, should have had artists you should have had some artist integrity and just go fuck you like yeah literally just just go with the vision and just just say fuck you like it just means a better richer story even though people don't like it it's a better richer story yeah so when and then gt happened gt's obviously universally disliked and all that but um the thing is is that like since since super is after boo but before gt He's already learned his mistakes from the from those series, and he's grown as a character. So, like, how do you have a character that have not just physical challenges, but also like character building challenges when a character has been completed? Right. So they had to revert his personality and make him dumb in order to have him learn lessons again. Be stupid, and then. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's stupid in some ways, but he's brilliantly tactically, like battle IQ wise. Yeah, he's a, a savant in fighting, uh, but yet he uh, he's a dumb he's a dumb moron in, in, in his real personal life. life. In, in his personal life, he, he's he's a general. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy who eats, sleeps, and breathes war. Yeah, and 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 like it's, and like his personal life, you don't expect a general to be like in his personal life, like. Not a disciplined soldier. It's really said that Vegeta is more of a, a level-headed character than Goku is. And Goku's entire shtick is supposed to be that he stops thinking to be able to use Ultra Instinct. And Vegeta's like, nah, fuck that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. You gotta use your brain a little. It's just like, it's crazy. It is just so strange the way that they took those characters. And I get it. And But in, in the end, I get it. And I understand what you mean by, like, he's really dumb, but they had to do it or else it would be boring. <laughs> Someone else agrees. Yeah, my dog agrees. Uh, she's either that or she's going, shut the fuck up, dumbass. Like the other <laughs> Dragon Ball. I love Goku. Probably do. Shut up. I love Goku. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Goku's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Loves Goku. <laughs> yeah goku to, in my personal opinion tends to be one of those guys who um i enjoy watching dragon ball casually i don't enjoy watching it all the time i was watching super as it aired i did enjoy it but uh yeah. then like when you go back and watch it like or under or kind of break it down more of just the it's you know, from a narrative perspective and like actually thinking about it, you're like, damn, this is actually like really dumb. <laughs> so, Pretty much. So but again, then, there's a lot of anime that's like that. Like I kind of ruined Dragon's, not Dragon's, like uh, Demon Slayer for myself because I, I went back and I watched it again and I was like, man, I like this. Like, this is really boring, actually. And uh, I was like, man, like the good stuff is like later. And then I was like, wait a minute. There's literally only like a movie of good stuff. I'm like, oh, no, this is actually boring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, because it was so hype when it happened. Watching. And now I'm just like, wow, this like kind of sucks. I stopped watching Demon Slayer. I mean, the Swordmaster I... arc got me to like, I'm probably not going to continue it next season. I might, but like... That's a big if. That was pretty bad. I, I still need to watch all of Shield Hero. I dropped Shield Hero in season two as well because they fucking butchered it. I'm just gonna read the manga instead. And I still need to read uh, also uh, 
watch all of Goblin Slayer season two? I haven't even started season two yet. I gotta watch the movie. Mm-hmm. So I haven't gotten around to it. I've been watching the last thing I watched was Shangri La Frontier, which is really good. And um uh Eminence and Shadow, which is fucking fantastic, and I suggest you watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is so it's so it's so self-aware and cheesy that it's like that's the joke. What show is this? Evidence and Shadow. Evidence and Shadow. Yeah. It's like the main character, honestly, he his his superpower isn't that he's ridiculously OP, but he is. But it's because his luck stat is so stupidly high. Whatever he says. Is this an Isekai? It is. Oh god damn it! But whatever he says, it's, it feels like whatever he says is actually true, no matter how absurd or ridiculous it is, and that's the funniest part. And he doesn't even realize it too, which is even funnier. He's like my, uh, he's like my seven intelligence uh, dragon month who uh, rolled twenties multiple times now on intelligence. Sure. <laughs> He he's smarter than your average bear. He also he also licked himself when uh or licked himself like a cat because alcohol fell on him. Uh, oh, long story. Okay. <laughs> Look, I was bench. My character was bench pressing a keg, or squatting a keg. Dropped the keg. The keg fell on my head, and I was like, "Oh no, the alcohol!" Lick, lick, lick. Because I. Thought what a chaotic neutral character would do. Oh, uh, it sounds like alcoholism. Then it is chaotic neutral. Oh, it's it's alcoholism. I'm going with the drunken monk stat. Okay. Uh, freaking uh, what was it? We got on this topic of superhero and movie and bullshit. We were talking about Star Wars and how disappointing we are for Star Wars, and then we started talking about better shit. Yeah, because yeah. they because other shit does superhero uh, superheroism way better. I mean, I guess if uh, you, if you want to talk about manga stuff, uh, have you seen all the shit with the localizers that's been popping up oh, yeah. again? Asmongold. Oh man, Asmongold was looking at that shit. Oh no, not the localizers, Josh. Do you know anything about the localizers? I'm afraid I do not know. Okay, Ben, explain the localizers. Okay, so um, they've been doing this for years. But basically Funimation and a couple other localizing studios have been rewriting lines of dialogue to be um, either to change the meaning. Like there's a couple characters that um, they changed their – the way they were being referenced to to be – implicating trans nature or uh, a man being referred to as a female now when in actuality it's just a dude like cross-dressing or um, in the most recent one in the Kobayashi made thing where the main character changed the way she dressed um, literally just like straight up inserted like you know oh there's I'm tired of those pesky patriarchal standards or whatever instead of the actual line where it's just like I just felt like just covering up a bit today well, the reason that she changed her outfit was because her maid is actually a young boy, and he was constantly embarrassed that she was around him. And so he he was like, hey, can you change your outfit for me? I didn't know the full context, but I know that the, 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 the actual line is just like... Diff- the actual line is has been completely simple. changed in there. In the, it was so butchered. Yeah, in the actual intended nature of what the line should have been. And this has apparently been going on for like a while. Like there was like a, a whole manga had to be reprinted. Like a whole volume had to be reprinted because they changed the meaning so badly. They – yeah. And then basically if I recall correctly, um, you know large language models, Josh? Yeah. ChatGPT, stuff like that. The, th- the savior of programmers. Uh-huh. The greatest thing since sliced bread. Um. Guess what came out? Uh, guess what those language models were used for? Uh, they were using the, I don't know, the, the subtitles and stuff and to translate. They were converting Japanese to English. Yeah, basically, AI is just replacing localizers. 
Oh yeah. I mean, AI is doing a lot of replacing. Oh yeah. <laughs> like a lot. Uh, although it's gonna be funny that uh, they tell the AI, "Could you please replace this character who's male cross-dressing?" But could you replace it with a female? And then the AI just pushes out. All right, he's Satan. Uh, no, I, no, 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 no. Not... They're they're not doing that. They're do, they're doing literal translations, and then they're properly localizing it. They're not letting those people do it anymore. Basically, because they're using oh. AI to do it. Because normally the localizers. They don't. They get the translations and then they change, they they write it for American audiences. But the thing is, is that a lot of them have clear disdain, or just are inserting political messages into their localizations. Ah, uh, I see. So what the what people are what the the uh, Japanese are doing is they're using AI to translate it to English and then using their general translators over there to fix the grammatical errors. Because obviously translating Japanese is, you know, or any language is very difficult. So it just sounds like things are better? Question mark. Uh, yeah, they the Magus Bride or whatever released a new manga recently in English, and they completely bypassed local localizers. Yeah. The only thing is so it's the only thing that's going to be weird is that like I don't know maybe a translation of a thing is going to be awkward. Yeah, so, so like oh, yeah. more more awkward conversations. It could happen, but the thing is, is that like when paid localizers are doing a worse job than the unpaid fan subs are doing, there's something wrong, and that's what the Japanese yeah. are realizing. Like, oh shit, we have there's people over there doing better jobs at localizing our shit than the people we pay for doing it. So why would we pay for it when we just pay somebody over here to make sure that they get the translations more correct? And it's just like, but the thing is, is like. You're like, oh, damn, like, maybe just a select few? No, it's, like, a lot of them. Like, voice actors. The voice actor for the Kobayashi made in English is the one that changed the line. Yeah. Huh. And it's just, like, it's... It's it's inc- and then and then she like tripled and quadrupled down on her decision, too, on it, and was just like had this insane fucking rant at a panel about how you know, oh, sorry, you're scared out of vagina, basically. And it's just like, it's, and it just doesn't stop there with like how much it seems like those. I'm saying those people seem to hate Japanese stuff. It's crazy. It's, it's really bad when you're comparing. How do I say this? It's really bad when you're comparing like the original intention for the manga, and you hate your job. I don't, it's really bad when you're actively trying to destroy a medium. I don't know if they hate their job. I think it's actual like subtle racism because like oh yeah, did you? I don't know if you watch uh, Rev says Desu or whatever. I every now and then he put out a, he put out a video today talking about uh, how another how Twitter people were fucking losing their mind. Which is a new... Oh, I was hearing shit in the background. I was wondering if something was going on, but no, it's just um, fireworks again. Either that or someone's shooting. Uh, Anyway. Cool. Um, Stay safe. It's fine. Uh, But uh, it was was a Twitter post about um, this manga that was finishing up, and it's about... Uh, a, da- a dad and a daughter that got kidnapped and have this like uh, thing where he has to like save her and himself from this like sex trafficking thing and they're like oh look at this fucking like degenerate shit and it's like no like the- and they're like no you didn't bother reading anything this isn't saying that kidnapping girls is good this is saying kidnapping girls is bad <laughs> this is it's literally the movie Taken but Japanese. And people but were Japanese. losing their fucking mind. I mean, as Twitter does, Twitter is also the website that changed a girl's, a Japanese girl's skin color because she was white and wearing a bodysuit. And then more information came out that she was a sex slave. Yeah, so they're they're losing their mind over that shit. And it's just like, but like... It's not – they're not saying that 
sex trafficking is good. They're not trying to sexualize a child. They're literally showing you that this is awful shit that happens. Like, and they're losing, they were just losing their fucking minds because they just couldn't read for two seconds. And I just, it's like, and it's because they hate the media. They hate, it's, 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 it feels so obvious that they hate manga and the Japanese because they'll dog oh, on yeah. them and trash them all day long and be like, oh, we know we're, we're not racist. No, you fucking clearly are. It is so painfully obvious. I mean, to be fair, Ben probably has, or Josh probably has different opinions, but like, this is a conversation that we've been talking about for a while now. Where, and I think this is very getting very clear. Where you see woke people do something really stupid, really racist, and instead of being able to admit it, um, they double down. Um, you saw that with the Asian recent conversation about JRPGs, and somebody, a game designer. Was relatively prominent came out and said, "I don't like that term." And the industry had to take a step back and go, "Oh, oh, 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 are are we assholes?" And everyone was reflecting on that X-Play era, where they would constantly make fun of JRPGs, constantly make fun of those games, constantly attack them. Yeah, it's um, so saw that you saw that fucking whole entire Twitter thread that was just receipts upon receipts of like, look at all this weird yeah. shit. Like, hey, so hey, much Adam receipts. Sessler, why is it why is it okay in order to be racist against Asians? <laughs> like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. God, and you like, and like you would be like you would be sitting there and you'd be like, hey, like what the fuck. Like, this is weird. What's going on here? And this is just more of the same. And it kind of reflects that point that I kind of think that most people have started to realize where it's like the woke people in the world, they're not really the virtuous people that they say they are. No, not at like, all. Maybe maybe Martin Luther King had it right. <laughs> like, I don't know, guys. Maybe Martin Luther King was a little bit right when he said we should judge people on the on the content of the character, not on the skin color that they have. And maybe he was right in more ways than one. Maybe instead of judging people based on the content, uh, who they're sleeping with, you should judge them based on the content of the character. That's just me though. I'm probably wrong, but it just, it just seems like the more stuff that comes out about, uh, wokeness, the more disturbing it gets. If that makes sense. Yeah, I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. I I hate I hate that shit. Sounds about right. Stop being racist. Stop being racist. Yes. Stop it. Mm-hmm. And then racism just stopped. If only. No. If no. only. <laughs> no, I never will. I never will, Josh. I never will. Stop it. Uh, Get help. Yeah, speaking of racism, um WA WGA writers um are speaking out against DEI checkboxes because the Writers Guild of America wants to implement DEI checkboxes. Um because they care about the color of somebody's skin. This is from filmthreat.com. Um we are no way associated with filmthreat.com. Um, and they're talking about, uh, they started doing articles based on like, uh, Disney. Um, and they're doing more and more interesting articles. Like they did an article recently on, uh, the WGA, uh, writers thing. And they're talking about important stuff. So it's interesting. Um, yeah. The more stuff that comes out um, about this, uh, these things, um, the more information comes out, the more disturbing it is. Now, I don't know who's going to write the article, and the article's personally not up right now. Um, but yeah. I was just going to briefly mention that. I have a feel, um, I have a feel like 2020 is going to be the. Uh, 2024 is going to be a really weird year. It's going to be, well, I feel that the majority of 
uh, th- this decade of 2020 is going to be just shakeups, constant, constant shakeups. I'm really looking. I'm really happy that the Epstein list part of the Epstein list started coming out. It's just so weird because you see the, some names on there. You go, Bill, uh, was it Bill Clinton? Okay, yeah. And then you see fucking <laughs> the videos are, show, are showing like Bill Clinton, sure. And then it goes to uh, Bill Gates. Okay, fine. And then you see fucking. <laughs> what's his name? The guy on the chair? Stephen Hawking. Yeah, Stephen Hawking's on the list. You're like, Appar- oh, no. <laughs> Apparently, he liked to watch mid- midgets solve complex math problems <laughs> on a whiteboard that was too high for them. Oh, God. Just. Yeah. Uh... It, it's the more stuff that comes out about like the more stuff that comes out like the stick you're right josh the more stuff that comes out about this stuff it's like the more like you're like oh everyone's oh, still this is despi- weird everyone is still despicable okay i look i look forward to the 2030s when we get world war th- four three it's not gonna solve anything it just make things worse oh yeah but by that point like nuclear weapons will be like like nobody will use nuclear weapons hopefully They'll 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 be like, oh god, the Civil War two basically wiped out half of America and part of Canada. Uh, maybe maybe it would just make it <laughs> that border would be real, but it would be all the way across Canada and U.S. Oh yeah, no 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 no, Canada's already building the wall. Don't worry, <laughs> we got a nice wall here, Ben. Can't come over though. <laughs> Don't we'll get Ben over here. We'll get Ben over here. <laughs> He's cool. He's cool. Uh, come on, come on over. Ben, you're welcome to come over. Ben comes over. Basically, he's immediately his head starts flapping around. Like, you know, here's the secret, guys. South Park's actually real. Canadians don't have a neck part between their heads. Our heads basically flap up and down like the South Park character. Like a Muppet, basically. Yeah, we're basically a Muppet. Yeah, to- totally. We're just a, two, a brain, a, t- a head cut in half with the bottom half and the top half going up and down, basically. Yeah, how was uh, how that goes, Josh? Yeah, Josh, did you play a game this week? I I actually did. I oh pl- my god! I I know it's weird. It's like I I actually is it Baldur's Gate? I played Cultic. <laughs> Damn it, Josh! It's a uh, one job. It's a, the boomer shooter that boomer shoots the rest of the boomer shoots. That, that it's just really good. Uh, it starts out with you as a cop in the basement doing file work because you're a higher ups got uh, pissed off at you for doing something. I couldn't quite pick up on what he did, but I, I bet that gets shown later on. But uh, you're in the, but in the basement stuff started, starts to explode upstairs and then you, the venture starts from there and yeah, you start with a uh, revolver and you get a hatchet and you also get a police baton and then you just start, killing a fuck ton of cult cultists all over the place and it's pretty it's pretty insane uh because uh there's a lot of there's a lot of combat going on like all over the place of like if you do a headshot you can headshots count uh if you shoot anywhere right. else on the body they still kind of count sometimes you can you know you can if you can shoot, I think if you shoot limbs, they could, depends on the limb, they lose the limb, but I haven't tested that out. But like, there's a lot of like, uh, level exploration. You're going up and down. Like if a good example is the police station you're in. You are coming out on this, like the middle of the building and you're trying to investigate your way through this building so you can get outside and it's such a roller coaster of like, okay, I go to the second floor. I can't go to the first floor. I can't go to the top floor. Okay, I'll go to the second floor that I can go to. Oh, there's cultists everywhere, and they're trying to murder me, so I'll murder them back. Uh, and it turns out, oh, they like barricaded half of these doors, so I have to go through these maze barricades just so I can figure out where I need to go. And you start on. Uh, seeing uh, newspaper clippings all over the place and you start picking up the the news clippings from your uh, f- uh, colleagues who were there and got murdered and you start putting things together that oh these cultics or the the cultists are fucking everywhere and the, these... you're just being attacked by cultists good job uh, basically what it got to a point of you get to finally get to the top level 
and you clear out the top level and you get to the uh, police chief office. You read the papers on his table. It turns out he's been turned and he had the ex uh, ex the decision to get rid of anyone who doesn't bear the, si the sigil. <laughs> so it's like, oh, it just happened today. And I was just happened to be in the basement. Thank God. Like, <laughs> like damn. Oh, like you murdering fucking a, a, a F ton of people all over the place. Um, also, the gameplay of Cultic is quite fun. Uh, so you have abilities such as lighter and then you have dynamite. And then uh, as you go on later in these levels, you can unlock more uh, uh, modifiers for your guns. So you can shoot faster, shoot harder, uh, reload faster. Uh, was it steadier aim? All that junk. Uh, but then you can also just get like the typical, you know, uh, the wheel of weapons and you pick from the wheel and get that weapon. Yeah. Uh, very doom style. Uh, it's a doom style game. That's good. Oh yeah. And also you get a kick button and that kick button is actually kind of flexible. Uh, the, you can kick cultists away from you. Get They go out like four to five feet, which is yeah. not that far, but depending on where you're going and how you're fighting these guys, you could just start kicking them off ledges and that kills them. And okay. uh, uh, also, uh, depending on the, the weapon that you have, you can kick back the weapon. So you can, if you let's say you have a dynamite and you instead of lighting it, you throw it instead or you can drop it and then kick it. It'll go to all the way to where the end, like far basically football kicking the dynamite. You can take out your pistol and you can shoot it and then it'll explode in that area and you look cool like a badass and the game will do slow down as you do that and it'll just feel you feel like the uh, coolest badass possible when doing it uh yeah that's fair yeah it's it's one of those games of like if you've seen some of these videos of the of cultic being played you just go oh it, feel, it looks good and uh, you probably and also because of like it, actually when i was playing it uh, I got to the point where I got to the boss. I had a butt ton of ammo for guns I didn't have. And I was trying to kill the boss with just a pistol and a couple of dynamite, uh, dynamite uh, bundles that I had. And I can get them to 50% and then I just be like, I'm out of everything. <laughs> so I was like, I, I'm missing guns. I don't know where all the rest of the guns are. So apparently, there's a lot of, of exploration to be done to, you know, see all the secrets and stuff like that. Uh, and that game sounds awesome. It's called Cultist. Uh, Cultic. Okay. And I don't know where Ben is. Here, I was just letting him letting him go, man. I'm letting him make yeah, cook. Let, yeah, let, okay. let let me explain things. So why this game's kind of rad. Yeah, man. I wasn't trying yeah. to, to cramp on his style. Okay. Yeah, I, I think the main reason why Cultic is kind of on my radar is because I would like to watch uh, other YouTube reviewers, basically. And the other YouTube reviewer is uh, Civi. Was it Civi One One or just Civi? Uh, basically, he just goes through every other uh, boomer shooter there possibly is that comes out, and even some other FPS games that you never heard of. And this is the one that he was specifically calls out because it's uh, it has that look and feel of everything is looks like looks and feels like it's from dos era but it's actually all voxel so it's quite interesting and oh, so it's voxel based yeah um a lot of the animations and a lot of the occultic people that you're killing uh they still have that uh, you know the the uh no matter where you look at them they're always facing you type of thing but they're actually 3d models kind of walking towards you <laughs> Oh, cool. So it's like, oh, it looks like they're the, you know, two frame animation coming at you, but they're 3D models. So it's like, this is this is impressive. And a lot of it is all voxel based, too. So it's all it's all trickery of the camera and, and the and developer figuring out, like, what the style is going to be. And I think he nailed the style out of the park of feeling like that old classic. Uh, I think it's homage to blood, which is, oh, yeah, which you're, all you're doing is killing cultists in that game. In fact, the main weapon in that game, I think, is DNT, which, again, this game has D D TNT as well. So you're blowing shit on everything. 
awesome. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Uh, I highly recommend Cultic. It's actually a, it is a 3D Realms game for oh uh, published by 3D Realms. Okay. Yeah, I'm suddenly really interested. So it's it's super rad. Uh, although I, I tell you right now, it's only up to chapter one. I think it's still early development, quote unquote. Okay. So it's getting to updates, but it's cool as shit. So uh, I give it a buy it out of buy it. <laughs> buy it out of buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 13, actually 13 Canadian dollars. So in American, that's probably like 10 bucks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I, I, I give it a buy it out of buy it. <laughs> you should buy it. You it's a little late to buy things since the Steam sales over now. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, I guess it can I just know, wait it's... for the next yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Once the sale is over, you're like, oh, I can't. Oh, my wallet, though. It's so fat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, totally, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you have me, who hasn't played anything other than Lethal Company and Halo Infinite. I've been Ooh. on a Risk of Rain 2 Dick. kick. Yeah, dude, I've been losing my damn Actually, mind. no, that's not true. I played the Heartbound demo. Ah. That game's good. Heartbound. Actually, I gotta look that up and make sure. if It's I... Pirate Soft. Oh, I also have two point hospital. I should probably play that in Bro Force. You have a lot of random shit, huh? I have a lot. I bought a bunch of random stuff for the Steam sale because I had no money, and now I deeply regret it. <laughs> you just found the things that are like two dollars and three dollars, and you're like, yeah, like five bucks, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. How is the how is Risk of Rain two? It is really good, but it's really hard. It is uh, very unforgiving, uh, and of course, it's just like any other roguelike. But the thing is, like, I feel like I feel like some of the newer roguelikes, especially like Vampire Survivors and like the other ones that are like that, they have like things where like you buy power ups to make it easier to progress further. Risk of Rain just doesn't have that. It's just like fuck you, dog. Either you get good or you get lucky. And even if you get lucky, get fucking good because we're still gonna fuck you in the face. Yeah, I I played a lot of Risk of Rain 2 with friends back in the day. Uh with just, you know, trying to get as as much of a best playthrough as we can, basically. Someone's usually the OP one and then everyone else is just kind of like all right, uh, I need this so I can uh, have a better reload. Uh, I need this so uh, I can just run faster and get out of danger. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and then everyone's kind of, if anything, I wish the pickups were more sh- share between players. Just so it's not, oh, I need, I need this thing. No, I need this thing. No, fuck you. I want this thing. And it's kind of fighting between people to figure out who wants the what. Uh, but, uh, it's also more complicated because it is a 3D uh was it a 3D uh third person shooter. Third person camera shooter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the word as I want to find. It's it is harder because 3D space and it's more around you. So it's like you you probably can blast it all all directions. And you're like, no, please go away. Yeah, plus like man, it is like I said, it's really unforgiving how you'll just get brutalized um that and like some of the like the unlock criteria for like the secondary skills are like really ridiculous like there's one where it's like have 12 of an item (laughs) and this is like but i might see like two of them (laughs) yep it's just like oh man then I'm like, because I don't know what every item does, I'm like, all right, what does this item do? And I pick it up, and I'm like, oh, that's not good. Not for me. Or, like, you'll get, like, a bunch of items. You'll be like, man, these items kind of fucking suck. And then you're just, like, <laughs> struggling as you're, like, trying to get up, get along, and then you die. And then you're like, well, that sucks. I just spent 25 minutes of my life doing that. Guess I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, sucks. I highly recommend uh, Risk of Rain Returns. Just because it's it is it is the original Risk of Rain OG game, but it, they updated it so that I felt it was actually better balanced than it was before. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're playing by yourself and you're just going through it, it's like you could actually go through it. 
like you, you get you can get quite overpowered depend like again that's depending on the items but once you get towards the end you'd be like oh my guns are shooting at like 10 times speed so i'm like a machine gun than i am just shooting one at a time i do feel and, like you uh, can in risk of rain too but it takes longer like you have yeah. to like loop a couple times and then like, i want my really risk okay. of rain 2 returns <laughs> yeah <laughs> make it better I don't know. It it feels fine. It's just it's just really hard, and I feel like that's fine. I uh, feel like they make I'm Risk just... of Rain two towards multiplayer, which is not bad, but it sucks for when you're trying to play by yourself. Yeah, it's definitely. There's sometimes where I feel like, man, I just got, I got in a situation that would be like no escape from if I if I was if maybe if I was like X character, uh. You know, like it'd be like, oh, I need to dodge this giant explosion. Well, my character's super slow because you know they're balanced that way, and I'm like, well, I guess I just die now. Oh, yep. So it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Game's know. hard, but yeah. Besides that, yeah, Path of Exile. That's basically oh. me for games. Yeah. Uh, well, I got another topic to talk about. I almost forgot about this. Oh. Um, but something happened rather recently, and I'm trying to figure out, remember what it was again. It was... Uh, I had another up. Uh, shit. Shit, 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 oh, shit, shit. By the way, Ben, I highly... I played another game uh, that actually played to completion, which I barely do. Uh, mm. It was Cocoon. Mm. Yes. I talked about this many times before, but uh, I just want to say I recommend Cocoon because it does shit or it just warps your brain a little. And it's really well designed. The puzzle, like the puzzles could have been harder, but the, the but the dev, I felt like he knew that this concept is pretty fucking hard. So he just kind of made a he tried to make it so it's easy to understand somewhat. And the the main concept of the game is uh, what if you had a pocket dimension in your hand and what all the weird bullshit you could do with a pocket dimension. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then it turns out, hey, what if you take two set? You have two separate pocket dimensions. One is red and one's blue. And they're like, what if I put the red one in the blue one? And you're like, oh, that happens. And you can jump into one world and then jump into the second world. And you're like, well, what if I... Uh, take this pocket dimension like okay so what if I shoot a gun at it and then will it go to one pocket dimension into another pocket dimension well if you line it up properly yes yes so we'll, do, we'll do that we'll do that and you're like oh alright oh right it was how heartbound I was going to talk about because ah. I don't think I talked about it last week now yeah you could talk about heartbound okay heartbound is a power soft game yeah um, try the demo Demo is basically um, you basically play a little boy whose parents either abuse him or something along those lines. I'm not 100 percent sure. It's uh, ambiguous. Uh, it's ambiguous. There, he wakes up in the middle of a storm. He takes the garbage out, gets dog food. Um, you end up killing your dog. Oh no! Yeah, poor dog. Doggo dies. Doggo dies. Um. And then you end up uh, basically uh, running around and uh, trying to solve an RPG. And I'm going to say this as somebody who played the demo, I point seven hours into it. Um, the game feels like as if it has really good characters. It's developed by the guy who runs Pirate Soft. Um, he also runs uh, one of the best live streams ever. Um, it's great. I would recommend playing the demo. The game seems like it's about five seconds away from doing something really fucky in the demo, so that's uh, basically all I was going to say. I see. I was going to say, what is another uh, uh, coffin of Andy and Lele? But I guess not. Oh. What? <laughs> you haven't played that? No, I haven't. I don't even know it. I know that there's porn of it. Uh, it is moderately controversial just because like it's a it's a horror game and there's a lot of horror themes to it. There's incest in it. Yeah, that's one of the potential endings. <laughs> There's, they fuck. 
they fuck it's, all I don't right. know if it's if it's actual or not because I haven't finished it yet. But it is implied. Uh, hold, on, hold, on, hold 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 on. Let's get this straight. Straight. You own that game? No, but I am Steam you shared don't. with someone that does. Wow. I mean, I would have bought it. Man. I was going to buy it, but I just didn't have to. Oh my god! Uh, but uh, the the thing is, like the the game, the story is, is that like. The two characters are trapped in an apartment because there was like an outbreak of something in the water. And anybody that drank the water has to be quarantined. So they're quarantined in their apartment. But the problem is is that the the like the pull like the the, the warden that's keeping everybody there is because it's that dystopian isn't feeding them, isn't bringing them food, and they can't get food. So they're literally starving to death in their apartment. Mm. And while the guy next door dies, and they're like, well, we're starving. So they eat him. Sounds about right. (laughs) This is where the horror starts getting into it, you know what I mean? Sounds about right. Uh, So, like, that's that's like one of the things was like people were like freaking out about it. It It's like, oh my god, they fucking like ate people and shit. It's like, yeah, it's a horror fucking game. It's the way it's supposed to be. But, like, there is very much implied that the sister likes the brother a little too much. She's a little over-sexual? No, well, mm, kind of. And she's really, 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 really fucking clingy. Like, so much so that she, like, scared off all of her, all of his girlfriends on purpose. Like, she literally, there's there's a flashback to where she traps a girl in a chest... In an abandoned warehouse overnight because she was daring to get too close to her brother. She's a fucking psycho. All right. So when you when you see the people that are like, I can fix her for that character, no, no, you fucking can't. Sounds about some somebody I know. Look, fuck you. It was a joke. I know. That's it. So uh yeah, that. So back to the game. You like it? It's it's fine. It's just a story. It's a this is a visual novel made in I think probably RPG Maker. The art's kind of is nice. Um, I don't really. It doesn't. There's nothing. Yeah, it's a bit like edgy to be edgy. But I'm not upset with it, and I don't see why people are that upset. I think maybe it's just this. The way it is nowadays, you know, people just get upset about that kind of shit. I'm just like, eh. 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 it's just, I like I said, I haven't beat it yet, but like, man, it's 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 a fucked up story, and then it engrossed me for like probably like three hours straight. So like, there's that. Actually, how long did I play it? It feels like it was like three hours. It was two hours. Still, yeah, I, I played it for two hours and I got through the first chapter and decently did a second chapter. And I had to stop because it was getting late. And I haven't, and then I haven't picked it up again because I haven't had a chance to yet. But it's, I mean, I don't think it's it's that bad. Like it's no worse than like any other like horror movie. Like I feel like on, even even on like the level of like Saw movies, it's not even that bad. It's just the themes are that bad, and people are like, wow, it's so bad. Dude, it's just a fucking video game. Get over it. (laughs) You've seen worse in movies. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyways, is that a podcast? I don't think I have anything else to talk about. Yeah, I don't really think so either. Eh, Not really. All right. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Ben, for joining me on the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can listen to us every Thursday at blackmangans.poppy.com. You'll subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app of choice. Have a good night. Bye.
I'm here for. Could I have to make your life happy? Because you, you pick on you pick on Josh. I pick on you. It's just the way it goes. I should record this so we can also. And Josh picks on you. Oh, you haven't been recording. Oh, good job. Does yeah. Josh pick on me? Do you pick on me, Josh? I don't think so. No, I don't pick on anyone. The only people I pick on are the people who are. By terrible. Leslie's account, it's him. <sighs> I, and I think it's because like a... sometimes you do the big dumb, and he thinks you're messing with him. I I'm always big dumb, so <laughs> I'm, not, is, I'm not really messing. Is, I'm just big dumb. That's, that's what I'm saying. Although, I think he's trying to say that you sometimes are using weaponizing competence or whatever, but you're just dumb. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so Josh, I want an opinion on you. If a girl starts screaming, "Get me pregnant! Get me pregnant! Get me pregnant!" Is that a turn off? I mean, I think she's crazy. Okay, good. Oh, so me, said, me sending, me sending the, the gif with the chugging the monster and running in is the wrong response. <laughs> Josh doesn't know what we're referring to. Send him the pic. I'm not going to send him the pic. Send him the pic. I'm not going to send him the pic. I'll do it. I don't know. Is this, this is not the pic that I'm thinking of that I saw floating around on Twitter. Of, uh, Might be. But, uh, look, one. look, I, I have heard stories of when a girl says, get me, you usually it usually ends badly. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's ice cream, it's usually like you're usually like in shit. If it's pregnant, it's 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 fucking like nuclear war zone, man. You got to escape. Get out of there. It's funny. The actual YouTuber replied to that as well. Did you say it? No, I didn't. Oh, you, oh let me go to the screenshot real quick. Oh no. This is going to be bad. New fetish unlock. Force impregnation. This has woken something primal within me. And I'm not quite sure how to deal with it yet. <laughs> She's into it, boys. Oh no. If, if a girl just, comes up to you with a collar, just just walk away. <laughs> just walk away. Look, now, just, look. If you're going to do the impregnation thing, just do it with those alien alien eggs made out of gelatin. and get, Just do it that way. The fact that you know about them is even more... <laughs> is even it's, more uh, questioning. Uh, moist, it's because of Moist Critical. He did a video featuring those sex toys. Oh my god, did he just fucking tip? <laughs> he, did you hit a button? You, you're a disgusting fucker. <laughs> <laughs> he was out of here so Why? Uh, Why? My disappointment in you is measurable, <laughs> and my day is ruined. Okay, uh, I'm going to go get a beer. By the time I come back, we're starting the show. <laughs> oh my god, that's too funny. Okay, well, we can also bash on Jeff further for his... He's trying to hide his furryism. I mean, I think everyone has at least a slight bent towards furryism, too. There's always looks, that There's always oh, that one... That one furry pick. That's yeah. gotten you, you know? Yeah, yeah. It might be Lola Bunny, it might be Crystal Fox. There's one of them. It Or... It might be Crystal Fox. It might be uh, the what's the name? The bunny from Zootopia. Oh, Judy Hopps. Yeah, Judy Hopps. Like, get... there's always there's one. Judy there Hops, always is one. Crystal Bunny. Uh, there's the uh, Minerva what? Inc. What the... or no Minerva what? Mink from uh, 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 Animaniacs. What are you talking about? Oh, really? The, the girl the from that one? I don't know about that one. She's what she's pretty fuck? hot. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, you keep that to yourself there. <laughs> uh, that was on you, man. Uh, Josh is a lonely. That's what I'm learning. Uh, man, I should vent a time machine. <laughs> you had to take back that comment? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, man. he's pretty lonely. Why? He invented a time machine. <laughs> are you sure that's loneliness? I don't. Huh. 
Why, why did he? Why did Josh invent a time machine? Well, you see, he bought a DeLorean, and then while his friend Jeff was like, "Why did you? Why did you buy a DeLorean?" He developed a flux capacitor. While Jeff was asking him why he was developing a flux capacitor, he just refused to answer. That's about right. Because that timeline is about to be erased. So, anyway, shall we start a podcast? Uh, sure. Or I, I make a new timeline. If you believe in branching timelines, so there's no paradoxes. Yeah. Uh, think in three, two, one.